When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Saturday, April 22nd, the much-anticipated Tank Davis-Ryan Garcia fight happened. Tank Davis won on a seventh-round knockout, but the talk after the fight wasn't so much about Tank, it was about Ryan Garcia and whether or not he quit. Well, Ryan Garcia pretty much answered that question, whether or not he quit, in this clip, he was on Showtime's All Access Epilogue episode after the fight. Did it hit that rip hard at all, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. I knew it. No, no, listen, okay. listen, yeah, let me, let me just tell you something. That type of shot is a hard one. You'd rather get hit on the chin. Yeah, I would rather not. Uh, you know, I, I know. And you did, and you got up. So there it is, guys. We were ready to have a big debate about whether or not he quit, but, but uh, Ryan Garcia answered that question. Chris, on social media that Saturday night, you were very outspoken in your defense of Ryan Garcia, whether or not he quit. You were saying he did not quit. When you saw that clip, what's your re reaction to what Ryan Garcia did? No, bad move on his part, because listen, whether when it comes to quitting, quitting is a choice. And unless he literally came out and said they quit, which he actually did, we would have never known yes or no if he quit. Now, a lot of my defense of him was that all the, the people at home who were like, ah, well, he, he, that guy quit, he definitely quit. Well, you don't really know what he's feeling. And, and like I said, Quitting is a choice. He didn't necessarily choose because we don't know. You're hitting your liver, literally that can shut down your body where you can't even get up. And we've seen it time and time again. It just so happens that people at home usually see people get hit, knocked out to the body, and they're like, oh, he could have got up. You don't know that. Not everybody can get up from body shots. Not everyone who gets knocked out with a body shot is quitting. Sure, that happens. So there's a lot of ways to quit. Is it worse off for him to actually be swinging and throwing and get hit and go down and then stay down? Or would you rather him tie up and run around the ring to, to, for, 12, for 12 rounds? So there's a lot of ways to quit. Um, but it's just, I don't know, I, I don't like when people come down on, on fighters that way. But listen, in terms of what, what Ryan said after that fight, when Joe Goosem asked him that question about his rib, I mean, that, that's, that's it. He, 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 he put it out there. Ribs aside, though, ribs aside, though, here's what I saw during the fight. I saw Ryan Garcia with less and less answers for what Javante Davis was doing. Davis kept raising the ante just a little bit more every single round. Uh, Ryan started out very, very aggressive in the fight, uh, putting Davis on, on, on his back foot uh, up against the ropes. Uh, I started to think at one point where maybe Ryan is physically too big, and of course, we already know Ryan is strong, so I started to wonder if Davis was a little, uh, had a little bit of uh, trepidation in, in, in his approach. 
But Davis played his typical patient approach. And once he got the knockdown, Ryan calmed down a little bit. And from there, you started to see the little subtle things Davis was doing, uh, changing levels, getting just a little closer and making Ryan psychologically and mentally uncomfortable from being that close. And why? Because Davis has various things he's going to do. Once he's a little closer, his options increase. And Ryan seemed to have no answers except for what Davis had said before the fight, which is that Ryan's a one-trick pony and he has the left hook. It really came down to that. I thought every single round was getting more and more uncomfortable for Ryan, even where the, the round be prior to him getting knocked out, where you could say he might have won the round. He had to work so much harder just to barely get that round. You could just see the walls closing in on this guy. I Even before I, I, I saw the epilogue, I said to myself, this guy quit, not because he, the body shot didn't hurt him, Body shot hurt him. And this guy quit because he didn't want to face what was waiting for him in the second half of the fight. Because by round six, you are diminishing in level. It's been a fight where there's been a little bit of stress on you psychologically. And you're diminishing as it is. And you've got to find something within you to fight back. So even with, without that knockdown in the, in the final round that caused the stoppage, it's going to get more difficult for Ryan. I just feel like Ryan getting knocked down, getting hurt there, he was convinced. That convinced him right there. You know what? This is my way out of it. It's going to get very, very difficult. Let me get out of it while yeah, I'm ahead. Let me so, while but, I'm ahead. But, okay, so, Anna, we, we're throwing around the, the, the Q word a lot, which which literally grinds my gears. But talking about, you know, Ryan, he, he was he went down throwing yeah, punches. you've also been in the ring, so you kind of can tell. You know, you know how yeah. – it's one thing Listen, when a fan says it, but psychologically, we've been in there. We know what those questions are asking within ourselves when we're fighting. You know, we we ask ourselves that question, and you know, a lot of times, you know, you you, you continue to keep going, but doesn't mean the 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 mindset to have to dig in to find something inside you isn't well, there. It I think a lot of that has to do with exactly what you said. I think that Javante Davis, I mean, he was breaking Ryan down as the fight wore on after that second round knockdown. People, I, I, no, I didn't hear anybody talk about all the body shots that Javante landed leading up to the knockdown. He was landing straight left hands at will from round three on. I counted in round three, there was at least seven straight left hands that were landed to Ryan's body. People don't understand that either who haven't been in the ring. Okay. It's not just that one shot. He's been getting hit for four and a half champ, rounds champ, consistently you're talking to about, his body. Think about your own experience against Pacquiao. You were, un, you were undaunted. You went down. You kept getting up. You were, you, you were, there's nothing that was going to convince you. Hey, listen, let me let me, let me get bail out while I'm ahead. You know what? I, I'm behind in this fight. Let me just save myself. No, you got a responsibility as a fighter. you got a responsibility as a man to yourself, to fans, and you, and you go through with it, right? Where was that with Ryan? especially so early in his career where he had to get bit in a fight of this magnitude. What's your end game? You know, we know what your end game was going into the Pacquiao fight, right? You had just won your first world championship. You're looking to make a bigger name for yourself. Okay, it's not going your way, but you're not going to let this guy convince you that you don't belong in this ring with him, right? Well, so, no, I had, I had a lot of people even ask me, why, why, why did you keep getting up? I kept getting asked, why did you keep getting up? Well, I said, I don't know. I don't know how not to. I don't know how to, how to quit because quitting That's is something that you learn. It's a choice. I'm exactly. wondering where this kid learned that because well, we've I'm never saying. seen it before. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know your end game, right? And you mentally, you have an end game in mind. Where's the end game for Ryan? Because he hasn't yet been at this level. And everyone's end game is to be at this level. When you get to this level, you so easily were able to convince yourself that it's not for you so easily when you haven't ever even been here. I mean, because let's be honest. 
There's a difference between my mindset when I fought Miguel Cotto and my mindset when I fought Sam Eggington. Okay, when you just get to the scene, you're so hungry. You're so determined to be there and stay there that nothing's going to convince you to be out. By the end, the Sam Eggington knockout, I'll tell you why I believed, uh, a big reason why I believed uh, Ryan quit when I watched it, because it was very similar to what happened with me with Sam Eggington, my last career fight. And I said to myself, when I went down, that body shot hurt me. When I went down, I had I decided at about four or five that I wasn't going to get up anymore. I said, you know what? That's it. But you know what? By eight or nine, you realize like maybe I could get up, but you already, <laughs> could, you already made the decision at four yeah. or five. Yeah, I remember we, we, we spoke I, about that right after the fight. I remember you yeah. saying that. And yeah, yeah I, I, but, but yeah, that was that yeah. was my decision. That, that that's what made. Well, me yeah, say, that that's what I say. I Quitting is is a choice. I, you made a decision. I do not make this decision. I've now made this decision, which means I'm no longer the same person psychologically. And that it's capable to stay in this kind of a thing, in this kind of a fight, I need to be done. So what's the end game for Ryan? If Ryan finds himself here, the moment he's been waiting for his whole life, the moment he's been waiting for, from the moment he got it, put on boxing gloves, the biggest stage, and you can, you can make yourself that easily that, you know what, I don't need this in my life. What was your end game to begin with? Was it a money grab? What was your end game? And to your point, Paulie, there's, there's going out on your shield and there's quitting. We, we talked about this. Alexis Arguello, when he fought Aaron Pryor the second time, he was just beaten by the better fighter. He went down late in the fight, and he that's didn't get up. What Ryan Garcia did, though... That's a battle-tested guy already. Arguello had been, had been battle-tested already. And you that's know, my point. I did the same thing with Eric Morales against Pacquiao. You know, Eric Morales, that was the third fight. Morales has been through wards. In the third fight, he goes down, he kind of looks at his corner and nods to them and takes the full count. But that's a battle-tested guy. You don't right. have to question it, that. It's just okay. Even, even me, for lack of a better example, my fight with Miguel Cotto, my fight with even Amir Khan, where I just, I, I knew I was gone. I knew I was out. And I'm still arguing with the referee. Yo, just let me try to finish this fight. Well, yeah, um, to your yeah, point, Paul. Like even my fight with Ruslan. Never been there. He's never been battle tested. This yeah. was his chance to prove he's well, battle tested. So, so in my fight with Ruslan, I'd never been there either. No one even knew who I was. I wasn't ranked in the top ten until the fight before. I get the title fight. Everyone, I'm a 14 and one underdog. I break my eye in the first round. My eye is completely shot. I'm down twice. I'm pretty much the worst start to any championship winning effort ever. But I didn't have any quit in me. I didn't know what that thing was. And to your point, yeah, a lot of guys learn that later in their career. The guys will stay down. I'm thinking of Castillo versus uh, Ricky Hatton when he gets hit with a body shot and goes down over England. At that stage of your career, it's a little bit a little bit tougher. But at that point, it's beaten out of you. But so okay, sure. But I never had that either. So even when I, I got stopped twice in my career, if I if my body was willing to get up, I would have got up. Ryan, so I gave Brian the benefit of the doubt, thinking, listen, if he's down, he stayed down, his body is doing things that I've never felt. I've never been knocked out to the body. I don't know. But I've knocked out plenty of guys to the body. I didn't think that they quit. I think that they got hurt with a body shot and couldn't get up. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I was wrong, obviously, because when he comes out, he gave, he gave that excuse out there. I don't, un I don't think he understands the ramifications of what he said in that moment. Like you said, everyone knows, and everyone is in a question now, what is your end game? Where does this kid go from here? I'm, I have, I have a idea in my mind that if a fighter quits he's done at a top level we are not going to see that kind of guy get to the level he needs to be in order to be the superstar that we thought that's he could out be. of the bag now that's the you exactly especially that first impression this is the people's first impression of you in a 50 50 fight and this is how you reacted in a 50 50 fight it's hard to get that first impression out there's a saying you don't get a second chance to make a first impression this is people's impression of ryan now when he reaches a level where he where where people can match his level if not be better than him he has no dig down in him and that's a bad thing to stick on to somebody especially 
especially at this point in his career where he's so young, and now he's going to have to get over that. I remember Vladimir Klitschko had this stuck on him for early in his career. Yeah. You know, where like a long he, time. He so well, but at the certain at a certain point, when guys started punching him back in the face, he could he wasn't able to hack it. He wouldn't get up, and he had to really work hard to get over that stigma. And I can remember the night I was at the fight. I can remember the night he fought Sam Peter and got dropped three times and kept getting up and kept out boxing Peter and won the decision. And I said to myself, Vladimir Klitschko overcame a big hurdle tonight psychologically, and it's going to be very tough to beat him after tonight. And now, and after that, he didn't get beat for over a decade. He didn't get beat yeah. again until, uh, until Tyson Fury. So I was right. Don't get me wrong. I've been wrong when I said this too. I said the same thing about Victor Ortiz when he got knocked down by Andre Berto and came back to beat him. I was wrong. Victor went back to Quinton. But what I'm saying is nonetheless, there are psychological things now. You have to eliminate these stigmas from the public. Now the public has decided this about you because this is their impression of you at this level. They've never seen you at this level. You've never fought at this level until now. And this is how you reacted. You mentioned you mentioned Klitschko, and 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 the only guys that I can think of in, in my memory that have overcome the quitter quitter moniker, well, actually both Klitschko brothers, the one quit against Chris Bird because of the shoulder, the other one because he was literally just getting tired in fights, but also Roberto Durant, the great. You know, he was a guy who the Nomas was is, is as famous as his career almost, but yet he was able to win multiple world championships after that. I'm hoping that Ryan can be another one of those guys who can pull it out, but Man, that's a really it's not, steep Roberto, hill. Not, it's not the same thing with Roberto yeah. Durant because Roberto Durant is a lunatic psycho. This guy <laughs> decided to quit because he, in his mind, I've, I've sparred those Latin Americans. I'm sure you have in, in the New York gyms. They're a little bit psycho in that they think that if you don't stand in front of them, it's not worth their time. Like, oh, you're not yeah. macho enough. You're not man enough to stand in front of me. I don't need to waste my time. The Ray Leonard rematch, the ring was the size of a soccer stadium. He can't catch up to Leonard. He, he's getting out box and he's like, you know what? I don't need this in my life. I, I, this this guy doesn't want to fight me. In his mind, he convinced himself that Leonard didn't want to fight him. Even though Leonard was better than him, he didn't He didn't look at it like, oh, I'm quitting. He looked at it like, I'm not going to waste my time with this guy. I don't, he doesn't want to fight me. So it's a different kind of quitting in a, in a, psycho, in a psychotic mindset. Well, to your point, though, okay, so you're, if you're psychotic and, and essentially delusional, or if you think in that way, exactly, I mean, yes. Ryan hopefully has that delusion. I mean, we, we've seen, I guess we've seen some delusion in him in terms of where he thought he was going at the fight night on that night. But listen, maybe he doesn't think he quit. Maybe he thinks, hey, listen, my rib is more important than anything else. It is what it is. And if he comes on and, and, and comes in his, in his next fights and, and gets and sheds that or never had that feeling, I think that that, that we can actually have something something with this kid. But but again, it's 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 your first impression. Ryan now has to work twice as hard to get rid of that people yep. that stigma he's created upon himself. Well, he had a stigma going in anyway. He was the he was the, he had silk sheets before he had a championship, which has almost never been done. And, and so he had that stigma, like, ah, he doesn't belong here. He's not tough. I think he's actually shown toughness. The way he got rocked in that second round with a shot that has his nose bleeding, you know, he, he's actually throwing punches when he goes down. He didn't run from from Tank. He he was completely outgunned and out, outclassed. But, you know, he went down swinging at least. But yeah, that was a again, bad another fight. Against Campbell. You know, he got, bad got up against Luke Campbell. So, they, you know, that was sort of the, that was a sort of thing that you look back on and say, okay, this is the kind of guy I expected to see. Yeah. Instead, he had, was out of answers. Like I said, I felt Javante was getting closer and closer, cutting the distance a little bit at a time, which which only increases Javante's punch output and punch options. And he's already versatile enough to where his his offensive attack is varied enough to where if he's a little closer, he's so much more dangerous. And Ryan felt that. Ryan felt that pressure, that inner pressure, and I, it was stressing him psychologically. You're stressed. The walls are closing in on you. So once he goes down, which he was hurt. He, he he's like, no, this is going to get bad. I can't get this guy off of me. I can't hit him with anything to make him respect me. And, 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 and 
and I, I don't want to deal with this anymore. And well, you, you brought up that psychological stress. I, I, it's another one that people don't understand. It's like you're drowning. You literally can't breathe. That's why body shots are so dangerous when you have someone who's putting a lot of pressure on you. Most good body punchers are guys who put a ton of pressure because they're making the walls, the ring, smaller and smaller and smaller. You, and like I, I use that, that analogy of drowning because that's what it feels like. It's, it's like yeah. when you're swimming laps and you can't get your next breath. That's what that minutes. psychological pressure feels like. It then becomes, when you get hit in the body on top of that, that's why body yeah. punching is, is such a great weapon. Three minutes, it becomes three minutes constantly of stress, yeah. constantly. Usually, well, fight, you're able to you know, weave your little rest during the round, take a walk. Once the fight gets to that point, it's constant three minutes at a time of stress. And your minute, and your minute rest. And your minute rest is no longer a rest. Your minute rest is, man, I got to go back out there and do it again. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I got to go back there and do, out there and do it again. And you've got to gather yourself internally to go and do it. And it takes a little bit of a different kind of mindset to do that. And not everybody has that. See, we still got a debate. And it's funny. <clears throat> to your point, uh, Bali and Chris, Sean Porter said that he didn't get up because of fear. But let's move on. The, the fallout still continues for Garcia just a few days ago. He dropped his trainer, Dan Goosen. Um, Joe Goosen. I'm sorry. He dropped his trainer, Joe Goosen. Dan has departed. He dropped his trainer, Joe Goosen, who only trained him for three fights. I, I, I want to know what your reaction to this. Is this sort of an indirect way of blaming Goosen for the loss? I think it's just a, a page out of his promoter's Oscar De La Hoya's book. Oscar used to switch trainers all the time. Um, he started... He started that pretty young in his career as well. Um, you know, he'd obviously been world champion several times before that, though. But yeah, I, I, listen, this is common with guys. I, Ryan has jumped steps. I don't think he necessarily has deserved to jump steps in terms of, you know, like I said, the silk sheets, the money he's made, the popularity he gets without being a world champion. But this is what guys do usually later on in their career. They're quitting, switching trainers. That's usually guys later on in their career. We're seeing it at Ryan early on. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure it's deservedly so, but. That being said, I didn't see much change coming from Goosen for Ryan anyway. All the training videos I saw were what Ryan always does, throwing big power shots on the bag. You know, looks like he was training himself, which a lot of backyard training and his brother holding mitts for him. So I, I'm not sure that, um, you know, Goosen really made that much of a difference. And Goosen even said that himself. So I, I'm not that surprised. Yeah, as a fighter who has changed trainers a, a bunch in my career, it's not always about the trainer. It's not always the trainer's fault. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it's just you want a fresh start. Uh, in your mind, you kind of want to hit the reset button, find new pastures to get motivated about. Uh, uh, you know, and, and so you kind of convince yourself, let me just do a complete reset and switch everything around so that my motivation kind of changes. You know, I suppose. But Shane, what kind of what, why does this kid need to change your motivation? He's he's twenty three years old. He's worth millions of dollars without having really to work that hard for it. And so now that he's got to work that hard to have success in his life, it's a bit of a different thing. I always believe you've got to come from some kind of struggle to be successful at boxing, either, either mental, psychological, physical, something in your, in your mindset, something in your past, something has to be there to motivate you. Something in your present has to be there to motivate you, to make you want to get up and go through that that firewall that you need to go through in order to be successful in this. And I just am not sure that Ryan has had enough suffering in his life in order to make that, be able to make those kind of decisions when he hits that wall and say, okay, do I want to suffer in order to succeed? Am I willing to be comfortable being uncomfortable here in this moment of truth? I or, don't you're, or you're like me and you're just a psychopath. 
and you, oh, <laughs> either, yeah, or I, you're I, like me and you're just and a psycho. That, and, that's a, and, that's not, and that's part of the story, too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, uh, there, there was an ex-boxer early in my career who told me, you know, every fighter is a little bit off mentally. I mean, though, you, you, you're you not – it's not normal to do this for a living. No. And I was a teenager at the time, and I was like, that kind of – that doesn't sound wrong. So you have to have a little bit off. If you're too normal – and, I, and what I'm saying is, don't get, don't take this as like, oh, you have to come from extreme poverty. Because there's fighters that don't come from extreme poverty. Great fighters like Barrera, Juan Manuel Marquez, you know, they, they don't come from extreme poverty, but they come from humble beginnings nonetheless. And you still have to have something off of you and off inside of you psychologically. Something has to be there that's that's thrown off. Either something you experience, something that's inside you. You still got to be off. What I'm saying. Yeah, be, no, I, I, be I, off I, I, I agree. That. Is that off? <laughs> That's my what I'm saying. Ryan is a bit too normal to be a fighter. So, so he's not crazy enough, is what you're saying. Yeah. He's 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 yeah. too normal to to, to fit in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? That's what it, it, this leads me to. One of the great quotes in, in my favorite boxing movie, Raging Bull. What does Ryan Garcia do next? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. No, when 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 uh, uh when Jake gets caught throwing the fight against uh Fox. And the media is trying to get into the dressing room, and and the trainer's really mad, and he's crying too, and Jake's crying, both crying, and the media is trying to get into the room. He smashes the door, he goes, ah, get out of here, and he says, "Don't fight anymore. It's a free country. Don't fight anymore." <laughs> That's it, Ryan. It's a free country. Don't fight anymore. It's not good for boxing. Well, he doesn't he need to. This level of fights, this intense level of fight, and there's quitting. You can't have it at this level. Of, we market the fight. We push the fight. We push the sport. Yeah, I know all the casuals doing fights like this. You can't quit. You can't but do what, that but, but what about the fight itself? I actually thought it was entertaining. I enjoyed the fight. Oh, I, it like you're saying it, no, I thought it was a good fight. Sucked. I enjoyed it. The fight sucked. The fight no, it was the first time. It was the first time we ever saw. Did, did, all right, did you think that Javante was, was in trouble second, in the second round? round? Two knockdown. The round two knockdown. Essentially, the competitive aspect of Tank versus Garcia was over after the round two knockdown. Garcia's okay. changed. No, I'm not arguing with that. I'm not arguing with that because I just think adjustments were made by Javante and he yes. broke. But then we got to see, so we got to see how good Javante was from then on. The fight changed, right? First two rounds, very, very tense. I, 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 listen, you're you're a boxing purist like myself. I got to see Javante Davis in a whole new light. It it doesn't mean the fight was a a dud. As an ex-fighter and as a fight fan, me and you have an IQ in this sport where we can actually, for me personally, it raised my appreciation more for the subtle things Javante Davis does and the subtle things in his style. So for me... I'm the, 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 most people watching that fight don't have that IQ. They didn't raise their, their, their appreciation for Javante Davis's boxing. It did for me, but what does it do for the casual? The casual who tunes in, Javante Davis. But this, the, this is, but this is why, but this is why people tune into us. Boy, this is why people tune into us, because casuals need to learn something about the sweet science. Yeah. There are nuances of this sport that are completely over the head of most people. Tune into stuff like this. Listen to guys like us speak about it because things that Javante did in that fight were fantastic. It was not a dud of a fight. I do not think it was a dud of a fight. I don't think it was bad for the sport. That doesn't mean it's bad. Okay, in the comment section, you guys have to vote. Did this fight suck or not? I think the fight sucked. I'd like to see that. There there you go. Listen, to to your point, the casuals are not going to be in here. Fans should talk. You know, tell tell us what you think about what these guys are saying, what you think about the fight. Now, Paulie and Chris, I agree with you. There's a lot of fans out there that if it's not a Hagler Hearns or a Gotti Ward fight, they say it sucks. This fight did I mean, great well, numbers. That's exaggeration too. That's not well, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. This fight did great numbers. 
over a million pay-per-views. It was the fifth largest game. Which is worse. Hang on, hang on, Paulie, Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. See that? So here, next time. Here's my point. Here's my point, though. Was this the way it ended? The way it ended with the quitting was this a good night for boxing? Okay, wait. Let me speak to this one first because I was actually in the arena. I was there on Fight Week. Fight Week was awesome. It felt like a Mayweather Las Vegas fight week, literally, which was, I was surprised. I couldn't believe the amount of celebrities that were involved and were, were literally around buzzing at the weigh-in. There were so many guys just sitting there waiting to see these guys. And, and the, the big fight field was there. It was palpable in the air. I haven't been to a fight like that in Las Vegas since before the pandemic. So, I, listen, I take it as a win. After the fight, there wasn't people complaining. It wasn't going to be going around like, ah, he's, he quit. This fight sucked. No, it wasn't that at all. It, people were still buzzing. Uh, so for me, I, I have a different experience. I was there. I felt the energy in the room. I don't know what people were like in their homes. I don't know how they felt about it if it went right to the quick, quick debate. But I don't know. I, there wasn't a whole lot of that. There was definitely people chiming in. I quit this and this and that. But uh, for the most part, everybody was, was buzzing about how damn good Gervonta Davis is. I'll tell you what. I was at the two top uh, selling pay-per-views in history, right? I was at uh, Mayweather Pacquiao yeah. and Mayweather McGregor. McGregor. Both fights sucked. Both fights had a fight week that was unbelievable. Big, big promotion. Celebrities, everything was going on. The best of all worlds. And the fights sucked. The fights sucked. So it didn't have a bad for the sport. But, 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 okay, you had a great week, but then you leave a bad taste in people's mouth. And this is the problem. Casuals all love to complain about boxing. Non-boxing fans, because they leave boxing always leaves a bad taste. The fights sucked. I'll tell you another thing, because I had a different experience. The European version of these super fights was Joshua versus Klitschko. That was the European version of these super fights. And I was there for that too. Same buzz, on a, but the European version. Celebrities, stadium. The fight was unbelievable. People, bro, I couldn't sleep. It was like I fought. After watching that fight, I didn't sleep all night. I was still, my adrenaline was still going. You know, after Mayweather packed out with Mayweather McGregor, I slept like a baby. Those fights suck. You understand? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. When you have a great fight, people don't people don't even sleep. It's like they fought. Is but 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 the McGregor Mayweather though, holy. You, you and I, yeah, listen, Mayweather McGregor, you and I both know that was a sideshow. Because we're yeah, actually in the yeah, sport of boxing. So, so that wasn't, listen, if you thought that that was going to be a good fight, you're an yeah. idiot. A anyone who knew anything about boxing knew that was a complete walkover. And literally, Mayweather was, was carrying him, basically carrying him with a noose all night. But, uh, but and so that one, you can't, you can't even count that one in there. In terms of Pacquiao Mayweather, yeah. Well, that was more of an issue of them fighting way too late in their career. So you're going to have that. So I don't know. This one's different to me. You got two young guys, and it just turned out one of them was a lot better than the other one, and we, we now have a new star. So I, I, I don't know. I don't think it was necessarily bad for boxing because now we have one of, them, one of them belonged in this level. One of them got here because yeah. he sells well on YouTube, and you can't have that in a head-to-head -head matchup. Hey, and in hindsight, well, in good. hindsight, we knew that. In hindsight, in hindsight, in hindsight we knew that. I, I drank the Kool-Aid, too. I yeah, picked you, and he made me look like a jerk-off. You made a jerk-off out of me. Well, guys, listen, everything you've said and, and, and fighters have said is completely warranted with, with, with Garcia. What I want to know is this is one of your peers. I mean, yeah, I got I to gotta be honest. Even if you don't think it's warranted, for me, it's warranted. But I appreciate but I, you seconding my notion. But what, 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 I'm, what I would want, what I want to know is this is a fighter, a fighter like you guys. If you could get him in a room alone, Ryan Garcia... What kind of advice are you going to give a guy like this? Because he's a fighter just like you guys were fighters. So what do you say to him? Go ahead, champ. You go first. I, I already said it. I'm Jake LaMotta's trainer. 
Just stop boxing. Make country. Don't fight anymore. Make so he walks into the room now. That, that's shows. what you say. Yes, because you're, it's, it's going to fill your pocket. They're probably going to figure out a way to get him a title anyway. It's going to fill his pocket, but it's going to hurt the sport. It's going to hurt the sport. It's like when Layla Ali was fighting and people made like, oh, she was making women's boxing bigger. No, she was making Layla Ali bigger. She refused all the tough fights. And so women's boxing actually suffered until now. It had to wait an extra 15 years to get the credit it deserves because Layla looked out for Layla. Layla didn't look out for women's boxing. It's the same thing here. Ryan can look out for Ryan, but he's not going to be looking out for boxing if he keeps fighting. He's going to keep making a mockery of this. This is the problem. Then this is why I give him the advice Jake Lamada's trainer gave him after that in in that fortune night against Jimmy Fox. Free country. Don't fight anymore. Don't so fight I, anymore. The free I, country. I, I, I disagree. I disagree, champ. I think that I think the kid has talent. I think he has been in this sport his whole life. Um, he has a, a strong amateur background. He came up with a lot of the guys that we're seeing now in these cards, the Rollies, the Javantes, the Tiafimos. Like we're seeing these guys. And you know, he has that pedigree in him. I think if he's serious, he should give it another chance, of course. I don't think he should outright quit the sport. But he's got to go to a real camp. He's got to go someplace where he is uncomfortable, where someone's going to be his boss, tell him what to do, and he's got to be willing to learn. If he goes out there and just keeps being himself, I agree with you. What are we doing? You're, you're, you're playing, you're playing dress-up at this point. He but he's got the talent and the skill, and he's got such a big following. It can he help does. the sport. He does have the talent and the skill, but it doesn't mean it's it's – it, it doesn't mean he has the desire to fight. No, I, I agree, has a talent too. He's a punching bag of combat sports. Does that help? No. Okay, he fills his pockets and you make a mockery out of everything. You're going to keep doing that or you're going to be willing to dig in? Boxing is a problem in, one, in this way. The owners pay the coaches in every other sport. In yeah. boxing, the fighters pay the coach, which they're means a lot of times a fighter, the trainer winds up being just a yes man because their paycheck depends on making the fighter happy as opposed to in other sports, the ownership pays the coaches so they don't have to uh be subservient to some of the star players listen boy, that's, a, that, that's, a, that's a that's a that's a I, I, that's a great point listen if i'm 23 years old and i'm a millionaire and i'm my own boss i might not be the best fighter that I, I i could be either i'm there's a chance for him though he's so young there's you know how maturity is when i was 23 i, I was practically brain dead so i mean i grew as a man in my in my 20s and boxing helped me with that there's a i think there's a chance there's a path for, for Ryan. I don't want to give up him so soon because, no, it, listen, he's a super talented guy. Uh, we saw that is, that night for those two rounds. Is, the path is he's a good-looking guy. He speaks well. Um, you know, uh, to go back on the Jake on the Jake LaMotta movie again, a Raging Bull, you know, he's good-looking, uh, clean face. You don't, know, you, don't know, you don't know whether you want to fight him or fuck him. But at the end of the day, <laughs> At the end of the day, that shows that he's got a lot of other options, commercials, modeling. He's well-spoken. Dude, you could do anything. It's a free country. And he's got the world by the balls. Why does he need to fight? Why does he need to put me through this again? I picked him to win. Why do Why do any of us need to fight? We're Because we're, we're, we're psycho. There's something wrong with us. I, Ryan he's might not be, psycho, champ. He he's not be. psycho. I don't know that. He, he might normal. be. He might be. I don't know. I don't know. He's made well, guys, it this far. Let's also not lose sight of the fact that we've had a lot of Ryan Garcia talk, and I guess the last quick point is that there there was a star this night, and it was Tank Davis. Yeah, Tank Davis fought a a, a great fight, and I think we should uh, shine a little light on him and what I he did. did Gee, I did unbelievable adjustments. The little subtle adjustments he was making that was just choking the life out of Ryan psychologically. Then he physically translated it. The body attack, the variations to the head and to the body, the counter punch, knockdown, the body shot, knockout. 
again, the subtle ways that he was closing the gap and the fight was being fought at a closer and closer range every single round, which stressed the hell out of Ryan Garcia. And he did it without making it look like he did it effortlessly. The guy is a smooth boxer. He's known for his power. He's got his credit for the smooth boxing that he does. And I'm going to add to that. I agree with everything Paulie said. I mean, I, I am very high on, on Javante Davis. I, am, I have been bullish on him for a long time now. Forget it. I think he is absolutely one of the best fighters in the world. There was there was other things that he did beside, you know, the technical points that, that the champ was saying. One, his poise, his ability to stay focused, stay in the moment, his discipline to stick to the game plan, to reset, to do it over and over again, to go back to what was working. And, and his essentially his humility. He grabbing and holding when he was getting stung with some big shots. Ryan was hitting, never hit him really clean. His defense was phenomenal. A couple of those shots rung around those necks. And, and champ, you know those shots hit you behind the ear sometimes. Oh, yeah. And they'll, they'll, you feel those all when your heels. I think Javante felt a few of those shots. And he had the wherewithal and the humility to grab on to Ryan several times in that second round to stem the, the flow of, of, of his offensive attack and then reset and go back. That told, that shows another level of his his psyche to be that disciplined to go back to work to protect himself when he needed to. He knew that someone dangerous in front of him. He worked on his defense better than I've ever seen, and he had a game plan. It was I mean he executed. That's that's next level stuff. Javante yeah. Davis is one right. of the best fighters in the world, hands down. This lightweight division, guys, it's one of the best in boxing. So Tank gets his huge win. I want to know who is next for Tank. I mean, we, we spoke about Tank in terms of, you know, I said he, I think he's one of the best fighters in the world. And, I mean, for me, the, the fight that just I can't get out of my mind is, is him and Shakur. And it's not necessarily a fight I want to see next. I know you said who challenges him next. I don't, know, I don't think that fight necessarily happens next. I think it needs a little marination and, and some simmering to, to come to where it actually could be, which is an absolute huge mega fight. Well, now that we know Javante Davis has this higher level of boxing IQ, um, not that we didn't know it, but now that we've seen it on display – I think that the, the best matchup for him, who would be able to match him IQ to IQ, but also physicality. Shakur Stevenson doesn't get the physicality and physical strength um, appreciation that I think he deserves. I think he's actually very, very strong. He's big for the weight class. I think they match up really well IQ to IQ and physicality to physicality. Obviously, the punching power is different, but I think Shakur is a physically strong guy at 135, and I'd love to see that fight. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I don't think it should happen next. I'll tell you the, the, the viewpoint that I have. Lomachenko beats Haney. Shakur beats Lomachenko. Shakur becomes the undisputed lightweight champion. And then you make Shakur and Javante Davis for the undisputed lightweight title. That, you know, in the proper context, in the proper storybook, that's the way it should happen. That's the way it should happen. And this way, Javante Davis and Shakur Stevenson, head the head-to-head matchup gets all the appreciation, and it is for all the marbles because it will be between the two best guys in the weight class. Unfortunately, boxing sucks. It never makes fights on time. It never makes fights at the right time. So because of these promotional uh, entities battling and network entities battling. It's probably not going to happen. Just don't make it Mayweather Pacquiao or Spence Crawford, please, okay? Because that's what this generation's rivalry is going to be. It's going to be core against Javanta. I don't want to wait a decade for it. I'm telling you. The good thing... The good thing about that is that uh, Shakur and, and Javante are, are much younger. So I, they're going they yeah, to have to push him. It would have to take 12 years to the fight. All the cock dude. Spence and Crawford has waited forever. They still well, they're, they're old already. It's already too late. But uh, these yeah, guys are so young. There's still they time. There's still they, time to marry. They weren't old when it first started to be discussed. They're old now. You know, that's the that's thing. That's a good point. 
I don't but, want but, them to get old and then. But they fun. weren't. They weren't the undisputed guys they are now. Like these these younger guys are. Like like Shakur is so far into his career. What is he? Twenty four years old. Yeah. Uh, somebody is twenty four years old. I mean, the, 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 the kid's twenty four years old. He, he's been multiple time world champion, multiple division, and and there's no end in sight. Gervonta now. I mean, he's another one, multiple time world, world champion. Fight. For the undisputed lightweight title, the world stops for boxing. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's the, the biggest fight. But unfortunately, to what your plan was saying before, is Haney's going to beat Loma, and it's, so it's not going to be Loma, and then getting all. Oh the shit! Not happening. Not happening. <laughs> and that's, that's another show. Save, save that energy. Save that energy for another show because you know we're gonna we're gonna preview that fight. So we we've, we've got some time until then. Well, Chris, thank you. Paulie, thank you. See, look, he admitted he quit, and we still got a whole show out of it. We got debate. So this was ProBox Top Stories, Ryan Garcia, The Aftermath. Make sure you go to ProBoxTV.com. You've got talk shows. You've got debate like this. You've got news. You've got fights every other Wednesday. ProBox TV is called Your Boxing Channel for a reason. Guys, thank you, and I can't wait to do this again.